0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Making Sales Social Live. And today we're gonna to talk all about polls and how to leverage LinkedIn polls for social selling.
1: Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bill McCormick, Bren Tillman, and me, Bob Woods, every week Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show.
0: So Bryn, why don't you kick it off and and tell everyone just a little bit about polls. Give us kind of a background on how we can start doing this.
2: I absolutely love LinkedIn polls. And if you are on LinkedIn at all and you get to your newsfeed, one out of five of those posts seem to be polls right now. And so a lot of people have been asking, like, why are so many people using polls? And there are lots of reasons. So the first one is it is a phenomenal way to engage. When you ask someone else for their point of view, they're honored that you care about their opinion. And so by posting polls and asking specific people to vote on those polls. If we ask the right questions and we'll talk about what they might be, and we create engagement, we're gonna start to get insights into our buyers and what matters to them. This can feed into all kinds of things from not just kind of the data that we can learn from them and the content that they wanna consume, but it helps us to start more conversations based on what matters to them. So I'm really excited to talk about polls.
0: So good point. One of the things you said was what matters to them. So the poll Mm -hmm. shouldn't be around, do you like chocolate ice cream or vanilla unless you sell ice cream, cream. right? Because just recently on another platform, I, I saw, some people talking about LinkedIn and they said that, that one of the things they dislike about it is are all the polls that they're seeing. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important that what we do in, you know, with any content that we create, it's educational, it's of value, it's engaging Mm -hmm. people and polls have such a great way to do that. And I love the fact of asking people's opinions Mm -hmm. when it's something that matters to them. Again, we come back to what we talked about a few episodes back on social listening, is figuring out what is it that your clients want to hear. What are they? What are they consuming? And then crafting polls are around that. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Absolutely. And and polls does help in social listening and in content engagement. Mm-hmm. So I think that's awesome. There are a few things that just kind of technically around polls that I want to talk about. One of them is you have very limited characters for both the question. And the answers, and you only get four options for answers. So you want to be very concise, but you also want to make sure that when you ask the question, because they can only vote on one, that you're asking it from a, what is your number one priority? Mm -hmm. What is your top X, right? What is the one thing you could? Because a lot of times people ask polls, and I want to answer more than one, one answer, and yeah. you can't.
0: And mm-hmm. I just want to go back to the just the, the pragmatism of this and the practicality, because I know when I'm posting something, especially I'm using my phone, I do it really fast, and then I post it, and then I go back and I proofread it, and then I go in and edit it. But you're not able to do that with a poll, so you have to be very careful yeah that you craft the question the right way and you spell check it. And especially crafting your answers and spell checking, only 30 characters with spaces for your options of the Mm -hmm. answers. So what we recommend is do it in a Google doc, do it in a Word doc, Mm -hmm. type it all out, make sure you check, then then do the the copy and paste. I I just wanted to point that out. So very, very important.
2: The other thing when you're posting, so you post the poll, you now have the opportunity to put in text, right? So just like a normal post. Mm -hmm. So you wanna make sure that text is also attracting and engaging the right people. There are lots of things that you could do to do this. You can start off with a statistic that you found with a a heated question or the reason you're asking this poll, right? What inspired this poll? Really important. You can also use hashtags and mention people, you know, that you have permission to mention. Mm Uh, to start the poll going. There's another way to get engagement, not just to post and pray, but there's another way to get people to vote specific people. Yeah. Specific people that you want to get voted. So Bob, talk a little bit about that.
1: So, uh, what this involves is what we call putting the message into their inbox so when we say the inbox we mean their linkedin messaging so that so that it appears like to them so what you do is you identify these specific people who you want to answer the poll with and then what you would do is there is a button that says send at the bottom, and then you would select the first-degree people, and you can only do this with first-degree people. You would click that, and then you would type in something at the top of of the message that says, you know, Bryn, you you probably have really great text for that. But it can be really simple, you know, just uh, just something as simple as, you know, hey, I just published a poll, would love to hear your thoughts on it. Please give it a quick vote. And what's cool about it is that when you share like that, the actual poll shows up in that message too. So they don't even need to go searching for it. They could just click on it and then they're they're done. Obviously, if they feel motivated and they want to leave a comment on the poll, which is huge because, because that's where you want engagement from they'll leave a comment as well
2: absolutely and so polls i think are a phenomenal way to get that engagement one of the things you know bob you mentioned is taking inventory of your first degree connections there are lots of ways to do this you can export your connections into an excel mm-hmm. spreadsheet and identify the key people that you want to engage the the other thing you can do is search your first degree connections. so let's say I'm gonna give an example. We do a poll that says, what is your, the number one thing you look at on somebody's profile before you accept their connection request? Is it their headline? Is it their picture? Is it their about section? Is it their content? Or, you know, whatever that is, right? (laughs) So we put that out there. So now when, you know, we get that content We might say, so who do we want to get this in front of? And now I want to get this in front of people in a sales role. Mm
0: -hmm. So
2: I will do a search of my first degree connections and identify the 30, 40, 50 people. Now it's manual. And although you can send links specifically up to 50 people in one message, we recommend you only do one at a time. Right. 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 So you, you do exactly what Bob said. You click send, you type in somebody's name and you do a quick little message. My message is, hey, Bob, as you know, someone in a business development role, I'd love your one click vote on um, what you look for before accepting a connection request on, on LinkedIn. Very simple and very powerful. We believe that polls is a phenomenal way to get engagement from your targeted buyers, your targeted audience and ultimately leverage that data to start conversation. So let's kind of hop into that piece real quick, the starting conversation. So now we've got this data, we know what they voted on. I have some ideas, You know, let me know if you have some ideas, but sure. you know, based on, so let's say you vote on the headline and now I look at your headline and go, oh, okay, well you could use some help with that headline and you're looking at the headline, <laughs> not you particularly, mm-hmm. right? But you can start a conversation. Bob, thanks so much for voting on my poll. You mentioned the headline was really important. I have some insights I'd love to share with you if you're interested on how to make your headline stand out even more. Yep. Right? Yep. You could create an ebook that kind mm-hmm. of captures all of those insights. Yeah. Um, but starting the conversation based on what they vote. Mm-hmm. Can really have an impact
1: and then adding value to it as well one thing that i wanted to bring up really quick is what i call and and this goes back to the construction of the poll itself is the power of other so you get up to four options to give people you can also do if you'd like just three well-defined options that hopefully people won't go well what if it's a or b but then with the other you can just have one of the options be other and it could read other talking comments or yeah or,
2: sharing comments or yeah, yeah yeah
1: sharing comments that's a great way to get engagement started because they're gonna vote on that and then they're gonna say well I can see both a and b and blah 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 and then you have an opportunity to come back and start a conversation within the post with them and then that could very well lead to messaging and then you sharing content and then a phone call so um, other is can be a very good way to start engagement. Did
0: you talk when I was off camera about the ability to message people yeah. seeing how they yes. voted. So yes, and that yeah. for me is is huge and thinking about that kind of like so I reverse engineer my polls and I think about okay, you know, I want to have conversations with people who are marketing leaders. So I create the poll around that and then my messaging is, hey, Bob, as a yeah. leader in marketing, would love to appreciate your, your opinion on this. And then that allows me to come back to, to Bob and say, really appreciated your vote and then see if there's an opportunity for another conversation. Reverse
1: so, engineering is a really good way to put it. And Brent and I basically discussed that, but, but without the reverse engineering part. So so I think that that's a great way to encapsulate what, what we talked about is just
0: you know reverse engine, start at the end and go right, back. Exactly. Because you know you can have a great topic, but if it doesn't resonate with anyone and you haven't figured out what you want to do with the information you're gathering, I think that's where a lot of the the poll burnout's coming from is people are just putting stuff out there yeah. and you know with no with no end in mind uh-huh. you know i did one recently and i only had a hundred votes on it but those hundred votes were important to me and they were with the people i wanted to have conversations with so so that's really really important
1: no, I've uh, Jennifer just says I've seen comments that there are too many polls on LinkedIn now. Is, is that a minority viewpoint? Yeah, there are
2: definitely people that are complaining about some polls. But here's the thing: the magic for the poll is when you get it into the inbox of your ideal buyer. I yep. would not worry about it, you know the poll on your newsfeed as much as who do you want to engage with, and this is such a phenomenal way to do that. People love to share their point of view. Mm -hmm. Whether we're interviewing subject matter experts, or we're asking specific people for their thoughts on a comment. When I'm mentioned, for example, if an author puts out some kind of question or some kind of thought, and I'm mentioned in comments and asked for my opinion, I 100% of the time engage. But the idea that when someone asks my opinion, all of a sudden I'm honored, Mm -hmm. right? Now they're looking for me to engage so that I can bring in my audience, right? And that's how they expand. So- I understand why they're doing it, but I'm still excited that they thought of me. And so when we do this and we're asking the point of view, and polls is just one way to do that, we are really deeply engaging with people and making their opinion matter, but it also helps us in what we learn. We talked a lot about how to use polls. What I'm going to say is go out there Try a poll, get it into our inbox, right? We are very happy to engage on a poll Um, Mm -hmm. and we'd love to see how that's working for you. Because for our clients, um, you know, a lot of our membership clients are we have, uh, you know, the monthly membership at twenty nine dollars a month and they come onto the group coaching. Some of them have really converted business now simply by using polls and starting real conversations. So we would love to see how that's working for you.
0: And the way they've done that is really by getting it into the inbox. Just make sure that when you do a poll, that that, that you have a plan, you know who
1: you want to reach out to and start with the end in mind.
0: For
2: sure. Well guys, this was another fun week of making Sales Social Live.
1: Very much so. We'll see you next time. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website socialsaleslink.com for more information.